the recording from the Consciousness Rising Summit hosted by Viola Hug in early 2020. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Consciousness Rising Summit. This is session, what is it, five, six, <laughs> with yours truly, Viola Hug. So today I am coming to solo. Um, to talk to you about alchemizing success and transmuting consciousness. And it's going to be freaking marvelous. A part of like another layer of epicness on this already amazing Consciousness Rising Summit. When you are joining, please say hello. Let me know that you're here. And I will just be double checking. We are good to go. And it's all live and dandy and all of the wonderful things. So my hair's a little bit fluffy because this is what my hair does when I do not brush or dry it after I get out of the, the shower. And I was like, it looks cute. <laughs> fluffy, but cute. <laughs> hey, Angela. Oh my gosh. Okay. So when you're here, say hi. Hi, Aishu. If this is the first um, video of the series of the Consciousness Rising series that you're catching, then let me know that as well. If you're already caught up or you've been catching up on all the series that we've had so far where we've been talking about so many amazing things, then let me know what has been kind of like your biggest aha moment. What's been your biggest breakthrough? What's been your favorite? What's been the most interesting? Like, let me know what you're really loving. Hi, Angela. Hi, Morgan. And if you're here on the replay, make sure you say hello as well. Feel free to interact as if you're live because, um, it's live energy. You know, you're still going to get the most out of it if you are interacting, <laughs> but it's officially the third day of the consciousness rising summit. So I'm super happy that you're here. Um, whether you're just hopping in now or you've been totally caught up. Um, I also wanted to remind you that you can post in the group as well. Like obviously comment as much as you want on the videos, but if you have something that you want to share in the group, um, or even just to introduce yourself, if you're new here, or if you've been around for a while and you're like, actually, I feel like I'd like to get to know some of these abundant babes better. Um, then you are more than welcome to do that at any point. It's always nice to see those. Hey, Jojo. Your fluffy reference just reminded me of fluffy unicorn from Minions. <laughs> oh my gosh, funny. So um, if you're new to this group as well, if you're brand new, then welcome. Say, um, say hello. Let us know that you're new and let, let me know where you're from or if you want to share what you do, what your um, passions are, what your soul business is, whatever you, you want to share feel free. And for those of you that are new to me, you're meeting me for the first time through the Consciousness Rising Summit. I'm so happy to get to know you. Hi, Laura. <laughs> okay, so I'm talking about alchemizing success, saying transmuting consciousness, which is like super juicy and amazing. But I wanted to preface a little bit and start a little bit with my story of where this kind of like idea and concept came from, because I went from seeking success essentially my whole life to winding up in over six figures of debt to launching my coaching business just over two years ago now, like two years and like four months ago now. And, um, which is, oh my God, almost two and a half years <laughs> with the intention 
to be guided. So this is the thing. When I started my, um, my coaching business, it wasn't the start of my entrepreneurial journey, but it was like the pivotal point. It was like where things really, it was like I drew a line in the sand and I was like, from here on out, this is what's important to me. And I made the commitment that I was always going to be led by my intuition and guided by spirit, like let myself be guided by my spirit team. I I wanted to have fun with everything that I did and to do it exactly how I wanted to do it the entire time. Like I was so over um, doing things based on what I, what was expected of me, what was just a part of some sort of system that I was buying into, like whatever it was, I was just not here for it to essentially over the past two years with my business have had the most fun. I've done so many cool things. Um, I've traveled for over a year and a half. I I've moved from New Zealand to Canada with my husband built the most deep, amazing connections with people that were already in my life, but as well with new people, I have built my business to over a quarter of a million dollars. I have helped so many amazing people step into higher versions of themselves. And it's been just like the most amazing and I think a true, true, true sense of deep fulfillment. Hey, Vanessa. Um, so like you could say it's been a pretty good few years. <laughs> it's been pretty amazing. But the key parts in this, and like I think where all of the magic comes from, is the fact that I think three things. Firstly, I was seeking to be deeply fulfilled internally because so much of my life, and let me know if you resonate with this. Thanks. These are au naturel. (laughs) My hairdresser friends. (laughs) Previous hairdresser friends. Past career hairdressers. Let me know if you resonate, but like for so much of my life, I really, really like, I wanted the feeling of success. I wanted what it looked like you had when you, um, were quote unquote successful, but I didn't necessarily know what that meant. And to me, it was like, I could see these people that looked happy and successful and whatever. And so I assumed that it was their status, their career, their income, whatever that gave them the, um, success, that feeling that it looked like they had when really it wasn't necessarily because of the things they had in their life, but the way they chose to live their life, right? It's a very, very different thing. And I had to learn this on my journey. So I went from really seeking external success, seeking um, like validation that I was doing good enough, like always this feeling that I was always kind of like a step behind being good enough to really connecting with my own internal source of abundance, connecting with my own internal source of worthiness, my own internal source of, oh shit, I just get to choose to be happy at any point and I get to be grateful and feel the infinite abundance of the universe in any given moment. I found that inside of myself first and then I started to see more of it in my external reality, right? I think one of the big, big ones was I trusted and I leaned in on my intuition. So for those of you that like identify with being intuitive as well, or you um, have felt your intuition before, like you'll know, like you get intuitive feelings about things. And it doesn't mean though that it's suddenly like, oh, I had this intuition. Now I'm, now I know exactly what to do. And it's easy to do the things and all the things. It's kind of like this sense of like, oh shit, this is like scarier than I thought it would be. It's like, yeah, like my intuition's telling me this, but is it really the right thing? Like questioning whether it's the right thing and all of these things. And at the point that I'd gotten to when I started my coaching business, 
I was not available for questioning my intuition anymore. I was just like, I am ready to fully, fully lean in and trust my intuition, right? Like I'm, I'm willing to take action even when I don't understand where this intuition thing is coming from. (laughs) Hey, Ashley, (laughs) Um, where this is coming from, what it's being guided. If it truly, 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 truly feels right in my soul, in my heart, I'm going to trust it. And I really leaned in on that. And so it's like at the start of my journey, we went, um, we, as in my husband and I, like we went from just like starting off to being like, I feel like it's a good time to just buy a one way ticket overseas and travel. Tick that off the list, did that. Oh, and we sold all of our things and we're traveling with carry on only. (laughs) Then it was like a month or two into my travel. And I'm like, I think it's time to hire a coach. Okay, no backup options, no savings, no credit, nothing. Hire a coach. My income being the only sole income, brand new business. You know, like we um, did so many things that just did not make logical sense, but there was like this internal sense of this is the right thing. And I fully leaned in and trust on that. And I really, really followed my desires. And I think that goes hand in hand with the intuition thing because the desires came through the intuition. But it was like, I really trusted what the pure desire was like what was it that I really wanted what was it that I really wanted to do and when I desired that I wanted to make more money I trusted that desire when I desired that I wanted to travel or hire the coach or whatever I trusted that desire as well so there's kind of like this big party of all of these things that are very conceptual but absolutely life-changing like I always say if we went all in on the little things like the things that seem so simple our lives would drastically change. Like within those simple things, going all in on those simple things is where we see the ginormous transformation, this key to success that we're looking for, right? Hey, Michelle, um, as well as we dive into this, remember you can ask questions if there's anything that you're like, oh, I want to know more about this. Let me know. So here's how I see life. And this is like in terms of the conversation of being able to alchemize success and transmute our consciousness. Here's really how I see it. We're here. We're souls having a human experience, right? We're divinely connected. We come from a space of pure love, pure abundance, pure infinite wisdom. And we're here having a human experience, which means that we are abundantly spiritual, like in, at our core essence, we are abundant spirits. But in the physical, we're here to experience what is possible for ourselves when we're given the choice. Right. And I think that's like, for me, that's my real understanding of the human experience is to be able to experience it in physicality because emotions, things, experiences, like relationships, the way that we know them as humans is a human experience. Right. So when we come to earth and we have polarity, we have the choice. Like, do we want to tap into this? What happens? What, what happens? Like, what are we capable of when we really do have the choice? So our soul is always communicating with us, this infinite part of ourselves that communicates to us through feelings, through desire, which is why I say like following our desires is so incredibly important. Um, and through our intuition. And, and I feel like we never get given a desire unless it's truly, truly meant for us because it would be freaking weird. (laughs) It would be a very weird setup to be in a place where it's just like, oh, here's a desire, something you're going to really want, but you're not capable of achieving in your lifetime. Like we get given a desire. We are also given the means to make that desire a reality in our life, right? Who, who has felt that or, or agrees with that, right? Like, but once we receive it, we choose the next steps, 
right? We choose the next step. So as humans, we sometimes come into the world with junk, right? So it might be, we might be coming into the world with um, past life stuff, Right. So for those of you that like, you know, believe in past lives or have done any past life regression or anything like that, like you would have, you know, that sometimes there's things that actually carry over from past lives into our current lives. Then there's things like our genetics, like literally in our genetic pool, we are as humans, we like inherit (laughs) belief systems and, um, and conditioning from our genetic line, right? So, ooh, what's that doing over there? I nearly stabbed myself. <laughs> it's like this like pointy triangle. I nearly <laughs> stabbed myself by smacking my hand down. Um, so uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, we inherit things. So an example of this, which blows my mind, and I think it blows my mind even more so now that I actually am pregnant, but when a woman is pregnant with their child, right? Like we, we understand the basic concept that it's like, the man's DNA and the woman's DNA and they come together and have a party and then voila, a human. But actually so much more is going on there. And within our DNA, there's specific genes that are expressed and there are specific genes that are kind of like turned off, they're closed. And what's wild is that the genes come out however they come out, right? Like the eye color, the hair color, whatever. All of these things come out to make up the human. But then also over the lifetime, the way that human lives their life can actually change the coding in the DNA. And and if you listen to um, the call that I did with Michaela yesterday on quantum coding, uh, like quantum coding our DNA for luxury living... That one kind of goes a little bit more in terms of how we can consciously choose to start shifting our DNA. But even in something as little as um, just the basic human concept of it, the way the woman thinks, eats, feels all the things while she is pregnant with the child actually affects how the genes are expressed. So the mother can have specific belief systems during her pregnancy that the child is born into the world with, which is is freaking crazy. What are we saying? Aisha says that makes so much sense when you put it like that. Yeah. Yes. Receiving a desire gives abundance. Totally. So then receiving a desire. I love the way that you said that as well, because it's like being able to receive that is a whole, whole different ballgame. But yeah, so like within our genes as a human, like we're like born with stuff that we didn't necessarily want to be born with. Um, Although I do feel like our soul kind of chooses it, but it's like, when it comes to like our own desires and we're like, why am I like this? (laughs) It's oftentimes because of things that we don't have instant control over in our life, right? We have the, the ability to be able to shift that and change that, but it's what we come into the world with type thing, right? And then on top of that, then there's the lifetime conditioning. It's the conditioning of how we're raised, our environment, and the people in our life, all the, all the different things, right? That then create this kind of like human consciousness, and this is where I, I really start to think the importance of becoming aware of the different stages of our consciousness is so incredibly important. So I refer to it as human consciousness, and I, I kind of have like two levels of human consciousness that I believe need transmutation before we can have an authentic like real clear channel to our soul consciousness. And so human consciousness is kind of like this concept of the 3D realm, right? For those of you that are familiar with 3D and 5D, 
3D is this human consciousness realm. So this is where all of this junk takes place. <laughs> and I mean, I call it junk, but at the same time as well, it's like when it, when it comes to like being fully aligned with our soul purpose, whatever, it's what we need to move through. It's what we need to transmute and be able to work with and alchemize and all the wonderful things. But at the same time as well, we can also like our humanness is also what gives us love and joy and the ability to like hug our partner and kiss our children and um, feel excited and throw the parties and like all of those things. There's just like so much beauty that also comes with the human concept and the humanness that it is necessary for us to have fulfillment. Like, I don't think we will have the same level of fulfillment simply just in the spiritual realm as humans. You know what I mean? Because we're humans. It's meant to be both. And then that comes back to this whole yogic philosophy that I also touched on with Aislin in, in the first summit call, which is it's really about bringing back that unity. And I really see it about like bringing our soul and our human together where they just like dance. It's just like the most beautiful, magical dance in the universe. <laughs> Rebecca and Allison. Um, so, okay. So... We have the human consciousness. And so when I say there's two levels of um, human consciousness, what I really mean is that there's the human consciousness that is that usually um, kind of like encodes itself within us without our knowing. Sometimes we do know what's happening, but usually it's without our knowing. So it's not that it's our fault. It's not that we're bad. It's not that whatever. It's just that it coded itself into our way of being. I'm happy you're here too. <laughs> I love it when you're live. Um, we coded into, it was coded into our being without really our acute awareness of it happening, Right. And so these are the thoughts a lot of the time that are the most low vibrational in our energetic field. They're the most 3D. They're the most heavy, right? So that would be things like guilt, shame, right? These emotions that or like their beliefs and stuff that are associated with guilt and shame, like those would be like the most low level and not low level negative, but just low level in terms of vibration, low vibrational thoughts, consciousness, right? The lowest conscious vibrational consciousness starts here. And so it's also where we have beliefs like I, I'm not worthy. It's also where we have beliefs. I can't afford it. It's where we have, um, yeah, that's for some people, but not for me. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy that you're here. <laughs> um, so these are the lowest vibrational of the consciousness thoughts, right? And we, we all have some form of those. And it's not that like one day we're like so fucking ascended that we never have a low vibrational thought again. No, that's not the point because who like it doesn't even matter. It doesn't change your worth if you have those thoughts. It doesn't change your possibility or potential if you have those thoughts. It just is part of the experience. We are consistently um, connected to ways that we're being conditioned as well as born into things that are deeply conditioned within us, right? So these low, lower vibrational thoughts are kind of like anchors in our... Um, in our auric field. 
And when we talk about anchors in our auric field, it's just they, they weigh us down, but they don't necessarily need to be there, right? They don't necessarily have any benefit. <laughs> like, just they're just whatever, right? They're just there. Um, and a lot of the times we have deep um, connected emotion, like lower vibrational emotions to them, which is why we feel attached to those thoughts or it's why we think those thoughts mean something about us, right? When we think to ourselves, I can't do it. I'm not as good as that person. That person's better than me. Why would they hire me if they could hire her? Why would, you know, why would someone love me if they can love that person? She's prettier. She's smarter. She's richer. Like all of these thoughts that really kind of like put ourselves in a place of like less like feeling less worthy. They have really no part to play when we talk about next level soul consciousness, living our most aligned divine life where we just like believe we're worthy and successful and abundant. And so worth success and abundance always flows to us and we're impacting people with our magic. Like those are very polar opposites on the spectrum, (laughs) right? So we have that. So Lisa says, I grew up um, so poor, so money was for other people, not for us, only realized I had that belief like two years ago. Oh, I have these two. We we all probably have some sort of this. And that's the thing with scarcity beliefs, which is so crazy, is that when we talk about scarcity beliefs, like not enoughness in any area, money, whatever, um, these are actually there regardless of what's actually there in the the experience because you can literally have a bank full of money and still feel scarcity still feel not worthy still feel like you are not lovable still feel like there's not enough money still fear that you'll lose it all and you can have literally nothing (laughs) and feel those things or vice versa right you can feel completely abundant in both spaces as well because I think that's the thing that also we touched on with Michaela during this summit is that those like we are those things are all experiences how we feel about them's a choice. And that's where we transmute the first level of human consciousness, okay? So what happens is we're able to take these, become aware of these conditionings first and foremost, right? And I feel like we're always going to become of the one aware of the ones that we need to become aware of first. Hi, Carissa. (laughs) Um, But we become aware of these um, conscious or we bring these thoughts into like more of a conscious thought. So it's now not only existing in our subconscious, it's now not only existing in the background, but it's like, okay, now we notice it. It's low vibrational. It doesn't make me feel good. So when we feel things, that's always a trigger to think what thoughts are going through my head right now, right? Like what, where am I playing at mentally? right? Because our emotions are one of our best indicators for communication. Remember I said before, our soul communicates to us through emotion. So if something doesn't feel good, it's like a trigger. It's like a reminder to the human. No, this is, this does not have a place here. It's just before we know that we think it's just the way it is, but now we know. And we're just like, F that, (laughs) like I'm here for more. So then we transmute it on a human consciousness. What does that mean? It means we suddenly go, oh, maybe it's not that I can't afford it, but it's that I need to take my power back and understand that if I want to make it happen, I can. Ooh, that feels so much better. (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) transmuting it. There's no abundance for me. Like I'm not abundant. Okay, is that true? 
could you prove that you have never, will never experience abundance? No, that's not true. Okay. So maybe you also have access to abundance. Well, there was that one time that I, you know, my friend bought me coffee and that kind of felt abundant. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Transmuting it, right? We're actually getting to a space where we're more aware that these thoughts are not our um, reality, that these thoughts are not, uh, are like, they don't make us up. We are not the thoughts, right? That is the first level of human consciousness transmutation, is getting to that place. And there's so many things that you can do. Literally, awareness is the first thing that's going to transmute your human consciousness up a level, right? Still more in the 3D realm, but we're, we're totally leveling up here, <laughs> right? So we have awareness and intention with our thoughts as well. When we have the intention that we want to move through the day and choose to see our life in this and this and this way, we are going to be more aware of the way that our life is this and this and this way, right? Which is why when I um, teach like uh, transmuting our abundance, for example, where I talk about creating abundance lists on your phone, like every single time you receive anything that's abundant, like you get a, something's on sale, you get a gift, you get a discount, you um, make money, you find money, you win money. Like whenever there's any sort of abundant experience, then you track it on your phone because I like really think the power of like setting the intention to actually physically do something as well is really powerful because it's like another layer of awareness versus just like thinking about it. Like you can think about it and it's great, but when you actually track it, it's just like you see it from a new perspective. And so that's like one of the ways we can start to transmute our awareness of abundance because now we're actually becoming aware of it and now our mind is more primed to look out for that and so we have a higher level of awareness of abundance in our life versus scarcity right so um intention awareness and then there's other things that we can do so there's practices that we can do I'm not going to go into like the actual practices here, but just so you know what some of the options are, I really believe like um, one of the things that I'm using and I have used in my past to transmute from low vibrational human consciousness to a higher level of human consciousness is uh, tapping. So EFT, for those of you that are familiar with emotional freedom technique, like that's an amazing, amazing way that we can actually shift our um, human consciousness because what that's doing is it's allowing our mind and our body to get on the same place. Because like I was sharing before, like some of the things are emotional, some of the things are mental, some of the things are actually literally physically like coded into our DNA. And we want to shift that. So EFT is a really powerful thing that you can do. And then when we start shifting now to the next level, which is now actually starting to transmute our human consciousness into soul consciousness. And this, it goes full circle and it's just like this magical little thing that excites me so much. Um, we can actually start doing things where we're now actually connecting our spirit body more with our physical body, which things like Reiki can be really powerful. Things like, um, uh, mudras, you know, I did the mudra on the, um, Welcome call for higher consciousness. One of the mudras that I love to do for wealth is so simple. You don't even need a, like some mudras, they say like sit for an hour and meditate while you do it. Cool. I like practical stuff. This mudra right here. So you tuck your pinky and your ring finger and you bring your thumb to the um, 
index on the middle finger, create a little circle, right? Palm up. You can do it with one hand, two hands, whatever you want, whenever you want throughout the day. Doesn't matter how long you do it, doesn't matter what you're doing when you do it. Wealth Mudra. It's for connecting us with the infinite source of abundance, the wealth God. So um, those are things that we can do to actually start pulling in more of an energetic force into our physical body. That's also things we can do to help with um, coding our DNA, blah, blah, blah. Like all these beautiful things we've already talked about. So there's different practices and stuff like that that you can do, but you also don't necessarily need the practices for the transmutation as well. Like I said, when we have intention and then we also have this ability to be able to trust our intuition where we're being guided, things will can shift for us as well. Watch my hand fuse in this position now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's a really good one. <laughs> Go to sleep with it, like whatever, play binaural beats. You're just going to be like on a whole new level. Um, so there's that. But here's the thing. Okay, actually, no, we're going to talk about the soul consciousness first. So we're transmuting our human shit. Cool. Great. But what about soul consciousness? What about 5D? What the fuck does that mean? Why do we need it? Well, in my simple terms, the way that I really love to explain it is that when we can transmute, when we can elevate beyond our human consciousness, we can tap into our soul consciousness. And our soul consciousness is kind of like this pure energetic force. And it is the infinite, all-knowing, all-worthy, all-abundant, all-fucking magical, like it's the blueprint of all abundance and all infinite wisdom. But specifically for our soul, it's also the exact blueprint it's the exact coding it's the exact rhythm it's the exact energy that is that is available to us at all times but if we were to fully be an embodiment of that essence of that soul consciousness we would be in effortless flow in our human existence right as long as we're transmuting the human consciousness and we're trusting what's coming through we would be in effortless flow. So why did I for five years struggle in business and suddenly I make a quarter of a, like over a quarter of a million dollars in my business in just a couple of years? Um, that's not logical. That's because I was transmuting my human shit and then I connected. And when, we, when we're connected and we become the most clear channel for that infinite wisdom, for that consciousness, which not only, by the way, not only is the consciousness of how we are meant to achieve success, but how we are meant to feel fulfillment and how we are meant, who we are meant to be in this world to impact the people around us, to create the ripple effect that we're meant to create, to play our part in the global consciousness, in the rising, the global consciousness rising. Oh my God butterflies. Um, so <laughs> that's when we're tapped into the soul consciousness, right? But there, there is work that needs to be done on a human level, but then this is the fun part, right? This is where it gets so super fun is when we get to tap into that energy and we get to be led by that instead. And when we have, Hey Connie, <laughs> when we have, um, this awareness of what's going on in the human consciousness and we can shift that through choice, 
when it comes up, right? Lower consciousness to higher consciousness on a human level, whenever we need to, and trust what's coming through this infinite channel, then it's like we actually download our unique success blueprint. So one of the biggest things that I realized when I started my business and, and like at the forefront of what I what I love to do in the work that I do with my clients and the, just all my work, (laughs) whether I'm posting on social media or I'm literally like working with you one-on-one or whatever is this understanding that we are here to have unique success. I am here to lead for sure in the way that I've done things. I'm here to um, lead people who desire to create wealth in a way that's fulfilling and creates a life of freedom and, and is kind of like all the juicy parts that we could have ever imagined for ourselves put together, sure. But I'm not here to teach you my way. I'm here to teach you your way, right? Your own unique success blueprint to have you tap into your own higher consciousness, become this channel so you know the next step. You know the right thing to do. You actually like essentially can download the strategy for your business for the next level and have that understanding. And then here's where it comes full circle is that once we receive the message, we need to earth it. We need to now bring it into our human consciousness. So it's this like beautiful thing that happens. And I feel like I could almost like create like sacred geometry out of how I downloaded this process. Um, <laughs> um, but that's then when we're able to take that and we're able to earth it. And that's like, I think the next part is like, I love to help people move to this place where they can be in alignment to receive what the embodiment is, right? But then take that and actually earth it. That's like the term that comes through for me. A lot of people talk about like birthing new ideas and everything. For me, it's earth it. Earth these concepts, earth these ideas, bring them into the human consciousness And then that's where we get to experience them. That's where we experience wealth in the physical world. That's where we experience joy and hugs that are just like so juicy and so deep conversations where there's just like complete respect and love for each other as souls and human beings. And we can stretch ourselves and push ourselves, but love each other and respect each other simultaneously. Like this level of, of, the experience that we really truly desire comes once that channel's complete. This gets me so fucking excited. Like I can't even handle it. Um, so this is the, this is the part that I was going to say before that I was like, give me a minute. So here's the craziest shit though, is when I said earlier that as humans, like we come from this magical fairyland, right? As souls, Why the fuck would we have this human experience where there's all this polarity? We can be sad or we can be happy and we can be think we're not worthy or we can think we're worthy. Like why? Right. And it's because we, our souls being infinitely abundant and whatever, they also want to experience what that's like. And the human experience is kind of like being able to experience that when we're given the choice, right? Like what are we capable of if we had the, if we were given a choice? Hey Mel. Um, and When we're connected to the soul consciousness, we still always have a choice. And so many of us are actually so effortlessly connected to the soul consciousness already. It's just when we receive it into our human, 
we choose 3D consciousness because you can be liter you can literally download the next best steps in your business. You can download the next best steps for abundance. You can download how your soul is meant to receive millions of dollars. But when we don't choose to act on that, disappears like a magic trick. <laughs> it like has no effect. It's not because we connected to our soul consciousness suddenly everything's fucking fairies. No, it's because we received it and then as humans we chose it how cool is that so anyway i just went on this like massive full circle moment hey <laughs> confidence um and yeah anyway so i was saying this is the work that i'm like so moving into deeper is this um in true embodiment because i really feel like when we get the embodiment part when we really understand how to be in alignment with with the soul consciousness we receive the downloads we receive the next steps we receive that stuff and first i want to see you in that embodiment truly like i'm here this is the embodiment i'm an embodiment and i get it like i know how to pull myself into embodiment at any moment at any time and then when you're receiving these blueprints my job love it <laughs> When you're receiving these um, these blueprints, these codes, whatever, then we can earth them together. Then we can figure out how to actually apply it in your tangible human form, right? But it's so much more powerful when it's that way around rather than being given a strategy and then figuring out what, <laughs> what the right thing to do is next and then figuring out later, oh, it actually doesn't feel good. No, there's like a way cooler way you can do this. <laughs> Um, and I'm really, really starting this work off deeply with my mastermind, which you may or may not have seen me post about, but it's called the immersion. It's going to be a three month mastermind, literally immersion into soul embodiment, soul consciousness, fucking magic. And, um, it's going to begin next week on the 24th of April, the date that I downloaded cool, whatever. And it's going to be a very small, intimate group because I feel like for this, I, I don't know. I just, I have a sense of exactly what this is and it's going to be magical and fully focused on all of this embodiment stuff. But you can ask me about that if you want, um, at any point, whether you're watching this now or later, because this is always in, in the work that I do anyway. But, um, at the end of the day, like really what it comes down to is transmuting this consciousness. All that we need is the first glimpse of awareness. All that we need is the understanding that there's possibility. All that we need is the understanding that actually we do have access to all of these things that we really desire. And the minute we have that, then it becomes a choice. Then we get to choose to transmute past the low vibrational thoughts. Then we get to choose to connect to the embodiment of our soul. Then we get to choose to move that back into our human experience, right? But it all really does come down to this choice. So that's what I, that's the magic I had to share with you today. Hey, Amber, hey, Joanna. <laughs> um, and I, I really, really enjoyed sharing it, as you can probably tell, because I get so excited. <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to talk about more 5D consciousness stuff later today when Libby Wallace is joining the summit. Um, she, she's joining us at 9 PM Eastern today. And, um, what was I going to say about it? 9 PM Eastern today. 
Um, oh, so she's talking about activating 5D consciousness for your soul business. So we're going to go even deeper into like how to do this stuff. So that's going to be the perfect next step for the summit, really. <laughs> you are so welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. I so appreciate it. And like I said, if you're on the replay, make sure you're saying hi. And I will see you all on the next call. I miss hearing your voice. Oh, Carissa, you are just so sweet. I'm here every day. <laughs> I have to go back and watch the replay. Um, I'll be there for that. Yes, I've been wanting to ask more about 5D. Perfect, you'll love this. Amber, I think this one, if you have time to watch this before tonight's one, do it because it's a perfect preface. Hey mama, all right, I love you. So much gold in this live, definitely gonna watch it again. Oh, I love you guys. This is the funnest ever and I love, I just love us. That's all I'm going to say. I love us. I love that you're here. I love that we can have these high dimensional conversations. I love that you're a leader called to rise. I just, I love you. Bye.